0: Okay, you ready? A truck. You see a truck? Yeah. Are you gonna come up here? Uh, blah, 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 blah. It's gonna drive away. Yeah. All right. You want to talk about Du Yen? This is episode eighty-two. R- rip away. Uh, just because the Human Experience podcast. My guest. Oh, did you rip the book? I'm gonna pay a thousand dollars for that. Oh no! Oh no! Then, my guest was Du Yen, my friend. I'm. Book grateful she's my friend hey, I I, you rip the book don't rip it more she's yeah. a she's a painter but um we've known each other for years oh i already said um there it is Ha-ha. you could probably take a shot every time uh-huh. i say um once you check out her social media um, she makes beautiful artwork but she's also so thoughtful in what she posts and very open in her personal journey Uh um, with what she's doing. Dang, there goes another um. With what she's doing. And I really appreciate that. So I wanted to highlight her and give her a platform to, uh-huh. to speak on it. She had a terrible idea of recording our faces. So there's a recording somewhere of this. You can find her artwork and her social media, oh, everything. No. What is it? You can find everything on her. Uh-huh. Not everything on her. That sounds like the FBI. Uh-huh. Hong Kong. You can find out more about her and her paintings, all the information on duyenptran.com. That's duyen. I I you ripped that too. Duyen, D-U-Y-E-N-P-T-R-A-N.com. Boom, got it right. I did that off the top of my head. Get some. Do you want to say anything else? You want to say anything else? what does the truck do you say get some
1: you want
0: candy yeah i'm just gonna give you candy it's 8 a.m.
1: It's recording. I have a lot of ideas.
0: Are you kidding me? No, it's cool. It's recording. Okay. This is good. No, this is good. We're recording our faces and our voices. <laughs> why is it mainly on me, Yen? I'm here with Du Yen. I'm Michael Lobo. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Tell me how much I suck. Okay, go no, ahead. No, you go don't. Forward. No, it's fine. Another idea
1: I had was like... Oh, Jesus. You know, in this setup, if you ever start to do this... Because mm-hmm. the reason why I brought it up is listening to you and knowing you...
0: No, hold on. (laughs) I am so insecure. So whenever whenever someone's like, hey, so I have this idea for you, I go, oh God, no. But I I need to hear it. Okay, Okay, okay. go. I want to hear it. I want to and I need to.
1: Okay, I can hear your emotions, right? Okay. I can can hear you and I can envision it. Mm -hmm. And some people want to be able to see that. And I know that as you're talking or like if you're cracking jokes, Uh like... Because of your acting background, it's also a part of your expressions Mm -hmm. and so that's why I brought up video like I think that would be great to capture like not only like the reactions of your inter- or your interviewee But Mm -hmm. also you. So that's why I bring it up. Okay. So if you ever did that, like I have ideas for- Do you
0: see this face right now?
1: See? They're not able to see that. They don't
0: need to see it. (laughs) Okay, no, sorry. I shouldn't shoot it down. Um no, I I did think about it. And then um, I think I just get stuck on, Oh, what do I look like? Oh, no. And then it... I do want to eventually try it.
1: Do so I? I'm glad
0: you brought it up. Uh, yeah. That'll push me more now. Yeah. To think about it. Okay. Awesome. Okay, what were the 15 other ideas?
1: Well, maybe we can save that because I didn't want to put you on the spot. I just had No, ideas. I love being on
0: the spot. Okay, good. <laughs> no, I love being... This is... So I wanted you on because... Um, I love the posts. First off, something happened. I feel like, were you kind of exploded and blossomed uh, with your personality? Do you feel that? Or did I just miss out on something? Or uh, yeah, I feel I, like I, this was quite <laughs> in the past year or so, mm-hmm. okay, that I've started noticing on social media, um, you exploding with creativity and confidence. Uh, so I need to hear this stuff. Okay. Uh, ideas. <laughs> and so this is why I wanted you on because your your posts and your thoughts are are well thought out you it's not just can i cur- are you cool with me cursing mm-hmm. it's okay no it's okay if you don't want yeah, me to go for okay it. cool i'm gonna say a lot of curse words um <laughs> see then i'll do this see now i'm playing to i'm playing to this and then i'm gonna <laughs> play to this um I love it. this is terrible um uh it, you're not just saying bullshit just to sound deep right mm, you're yeah. you're you're thinking it through and it's meaningful So I'm sure whatever you have to destroy my confidence right now is going to be meaningful.
1: Oh, okay. No,
0: I'm just kidding. No, it it won't destroy my confidence. I hide behind (laughs) humor. so.
1: So like in terms of, I don't know, I just, I, first of all, finding out that you had a podcast for one, I was like, this is awesome. But then like going through your SoundCloud and seeing all these episodes, like my mind was like, kind of blown. I was like, how long have you been doing this? And the fact that you're still doing it really amazed me. Oh,
0: so, thank you. Yeah. Thank you.
1: So, so one like I think that person inspired me and you were like a living example of what I wanted to do for myself is to like be committed to something. And I didn't even know like your story and how you got into this, but the fact that I saw you keep going with this, like that was really awesome. And so like when so when I'm like inspired by something and then I I also have like a marketing background. I've worked for certain companies to help them with marketing and whatnot. Yeah. So I, I also need s-
0: it. I need mean, help. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, s- I basically see your work and I I like support what you're doing and then I also see like I'm curious like where you want to take it because yeah. I have like ideas if you want to package it in a certain way, you know, like I'm curious about that stuff. So yeah. I just see it as you're you're basically impacting our community for the better I think like um first of all like educating the people in your circle about you know everyone's stories and so when you're doing something that powerful I think that little improvements here and there or being open to like do, trying things differently mm-hmm. or like I said like maybe expanding to different platforms yeah to get your message across like it takes more time but maybe in the long run you're gonna be very thankful for trying something new. Right. And or like amping up maybe your branding. It could be like graphic design or something. Yeah. So I do have ideas for that and we can talk about it afterwards. That's
0: cool. Okay, <laughs> you don't have to do it now. Uh, yeah. but just to answer, you asked um, is it for fun or is it uh, what was the other choice? Um, the red or pill, like and the you, pill or the blue pill.
1: Or do you have a plan for it, yeah.
0: Uh a little I'm so it started out, I was winging it, and I was just talking to friends, which is cool. But then, I don't know how the idea, or maybe Serena told me, and then she'll get mad that I'm not giving her credit. Um, <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk to, to artists and activists in the community, um, especially around the time when uh, Trump got elected. Um, I thought it was really important to try to spotlight things happening in the community and people who were doing stuff. Yeah. And so... I thought I really need to. I love the episodes with with my friends, right? The random episodes, because those are personal stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've really been challenging myself to just email people I have I don't know, um, and and politicians or just artists here and there. And I've been fortunate that they. A lot of them have said yes. I, I get a lot of not replies too. So, th- mm-hmm. um, but I. So I've I have been pushing it that way. It has been fun because uh, it translated with acting too. Because usually the the goal was I need to win an Oscar and I'm oh god I'm 27 I'm 29 I don't have an Oscar and so once I changed it to acting for the love of acting, I was happier and I was more passionate about the stuff I was doing. So with with podcasting, one of the first things I heard was, don't pay attention to listenership kind of in that if you love what you're doing, the idea is eventually, hopefully, I mean, of course, branding and marketing helps Mm -hmm. a lot and, and doing that stuff. Um, but just doing it for the love of doing it. And then hopefully the things you'll, you'll ease your way into the other stuff of, of branching out into other platforms. Um, so I think, I think I've nailed down just, Loving it, and I love I love talking to people. Um, but I, I would be great to hit a wider um, audience, I guess. So if if it was YouTube or whatever else, um, it is uh, I could start stripping. Um, no, I will not do that. Uh, see, there's a camera. It's terrible. Uh, yeah, I don't That's, know if that answers your question.
1: Oh, sorry. Like, as a listener. I just wanted to see some of the things that were going in this room. So, like, that's also feedback too. So, I like having yeah. this here.
0: Oh my God. I, <laughs> I, I, I think half of the stuff that happens, people wouldn't do it with a the camera um, there. But oh. no, there are reactions, there are faces where we'll make it each other, mm-hmm. but there's no camera. And we go, well, thank goodness that wasn't recording. Cause, um, but yeah, uh, I, do you have anything, or do you want to talk after? Uh, about me. About how awesome I am. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but well, what ideas. I,
1: what I have to say is like hearing that now, it like brought, it makes me happy because you basically your strategy was, okay, you love to do something. You had an idea and like a purpose for it. And your goal was, okay, can you keep on doing this? Like, And you continued it because you enjoyed it, right? hmm Like, I love that so much because I feel people have this idea that they love, and they they are afraid to get started, right? Mm -hmm. So they never try it, and they never build that habit. And so the fact that you did that, like, and not caring about certain metrics that I think people prevent themselves from taking that step Mm -hmm. is, like like way better for you i feel like because you're going to do this regardless of what happens to you or what happens to your podcast right Mm -hmm. or your brand so kudos to you that's not Mm -hmm. like yeah criticism i I think that's like amazing and you're setting an example for other people who might be interested in doing something like this too
0: yeah so you are so much nicer than my parents um (laughs) but yeah and yeah eventually i do want to start and it it I think with the bigger, um, say politicians I've written to or whoever, right. Um, if I'm branded differently or more seriously mm. than me doing everything, uh, they would probably take me more seriously to be on it, yeah. even though I've, I've had, I've been fortunate to have some of them on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it definitely would help. And so, yeah, we can talk about it yeah. after. Yeah. I would love to hear, cause I'm always open to, um, I can't just keep doing the same thing. I want to reach wider people and reach a lot of people. Yeah. That sounded creepy. No, um, (laughs) but yeah, no, let's talk about you. Okay. This this is about you. So uh, you are, um, a world champion beatboxer, right? So that's what I have in my notes. You...
1: No. (laughs) This is for people who are listening. That's not correct. Maybe one day.
0: (laughs) What the shit just happened? No, uh, so we've known each other for a few years. Yes. And um, I don't know which way I want to tell the story. Where are you, Where were you born and raised?
1: Sure. I'm actually... Let's do that because everyone is born. Yeah. Um, I'm actually an Arizona native. Okay. So I was... Yes. Okay. Born in Phoenix, raised mainly in Tempe, actually. Yeah. Um, and I'm still here.
0: Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> that's it. Oh, I'm still here. Let's, I feel like that's the attitude I have at work. And they're like, oh, you love teaching. I go, I, I'm still here. I mean... <laughs> Kids are alive, so it's it's good. So you've been paint. How long have you been painting for?
1: Okay, Let's I've do only that. been painting for less than a year.
0: Less than a year, girl, damn. <laughs> you are fantastic. Okay, so Serena went um, to your what what would that be called? Uh, an exhibit.
1: Yes, that you it was a group exhibit. Group it exhibit, was first art show.
0: Yeah, how was that? It was amazing. Yeah. I'm so I'm so sad I couldn't go. Yeah. But I'm, I'm happy she went. I said, one of us has to go. Like, we we have to support our fr- Like, d- wh- what? So awesome. We don't have friends who just have exhibits. We need to go. And so uh, I'm glad she went. And then um, we were going through, I think it was your website or mm-hmm. something you had posted of just the paintings you were going to be selling. And I said, what about this one? Can we get that one? <laughs> and we're, it was just all tight. Like, all the paint. It was so amazing. And so... Um not that I'm the money bags, she's the money bags of the <laughs> relationship, but uh I said, well, if I went, we could have pulled, but yeah. um she came home with one and it's amazing and uh uh so less than a year, mm-hmm. how did you jump into that then?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the story is a little bit crazy because um I would have never thought that I would be painting or doing anything art related now. Yeah. As um, I like my back like for undergrad I did journalism and mass comm mm-hmm. and after that uh, after school ended I started essentially helping companies with their marketing yeah um, but in my heart I've always been creative like I did photography or graphic design and I always had an appreciation for art and so when I look at something like internally I said I want to create, be able to create that right so either sketching it or painting it. I mean, I would say I'd always explored, but I never thought, I never took it seriously. Mm. And I started taking life a little bit more seriously. Um, so for instance, I had like this bucket list, and I at that time too, I was working at uh, in paid advertising, mm-hmm. and I was quite successful there. Like. Um, and at one point I got to like the top of the company or like in my eyes, like what was successful. And I, I wasn't, I felt like personally unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. And so I told myself, okay, I have these internal wants and this bucket list that I'm not even giving attention to because I've become quite like a workaholic. Mm-hmm. I get invested into the company or invested into my role and I kind of, I'm, sometimes I'm, like, all or nothing, so I, I like, put my heart into it, and so when I don't see the return in in terms of, like, satisfaction or fulfillment, that was, like, really heartbreaking for me, and I think I've had that, like, same story repeated throughout my life, and so I was, like, okay, either I stay in denial or, like, Mm -hmm. not bring up, like, I'm not happy here, or I am honest with myself and take a step back to decide you know, what, what is it I want to pursue or is there something else that can provide me this type of fulfillment, right? Mm-hmm. So I was, I, I was like really conflicted because I knew I wasn't happy there, um, but at the same time I was able to do my work very well there, right? So like it took me a long time to even want to quit or even say something. Um, but eventually I did, and that was like in May of two thousand and eighteen. Oh, my goodness, yeah,
0: yeah. So after That's that, super recent. Yeah, it yeah. was
1: like last summer, and um, I took like a few months off just to uh, do, you know kind of like say goodbye to many years of unhappiness. Yep. Um, and then after that, I <clears throat> thought about, okay, what could I do to maybe earn a living? Um, and I, I I have, like, in my heart, I really like greeting cards. Yeah. I, I think greeting cards, um, it's like, it incorporates writing, it incorporates art, and it mm-hmm. also incorporates, uh, like, the act of giving. Mm-hmm. So, I I don't know, I was really touched with I, the idea. I've always been, like, really touched to it, and I was like, well, what if I make greeting cards, right? So, I, um, I haven't started making greeting cards yet, but that kind of, like gave me an idea, like, okay, this is something that I would enjoy creating, and what I need now to do it is, I would say, um, I need more arts, or, like, art skills, Mm -hmm. and so that kind of, like, set me on the path of, okay, I am happy with this idea, and I can do good in my own way, and so I took, that summer, I took um, an online course, Mm -hmm. like, on Udemy, like, from this card designer, and... I was, like, happy to read about stories like, okay, there are people who, I would say, t- took an alternative career, right? mm mm-hmm. um, And I think that was the first summer where I even considered art as a career. hmm And um, after that, like, after I finished the online course, one of the projects was, okay, can you create maybe four or five grading cards? I forget the number, but basically I didn't do it because in my heart I was like, uh... I could probably do this digitally, but I wanted to do it traditionally, which is, like, hand-drawn hand, hand drawn or painted.
0: Oh, neat, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I was, like, in my mind, like, I was afraid to get started with this idea, so I was, like, okay, I need to get training. And yeah. that's when I started following, like, all these artists online, and I was, like, um... I was on Instagram for inspiration, and I found, like, this artist online who was from Arizona, and that kind of, like, led me on the path of where I am now. Yeah. Because I found out that uh, she grew up in a family of artists. Neat. Yeah, and that they basically started their own school in Queen Creek. They had an online program. They also had an in-person program, and... The funny thing is when i found out i literally had two to three days to decide if i wanted to start like this in-person or actually this online program at the time Uh um, they said okay uh, our in-person program is booked but maybe you can do this online if you're interested and then like i would say that same day she said actually we have one spot open but it starts like in three days oh my gosh Yes. so i had like left my company and paid advertising I now wanted to get art skills, right? Mm-hmm. And first of all, when you quit anything unless you have savings like you're kind of in a Oh, yeah. Yeah, so like financially I knew that it was not the right decision for me, but internally I knew that I needed to take a step forward, and I didn't mm-hmm. want to wait. So I kind of um I basically said yes to it. I had it's not, I would say like to the artist out there who wants to make a jump or anyone who wants to make a jump that needs financial backing, I would say, think really hard about your decision because every decision comes with consequences. Mm-hmm. So the good and the bad. Um, I basically got a credit card with zero interest for a year and I was able to pay for my schooling. Mm-hmm. It was a one year intensive program. However, like now that the program's over, you're left with debt, right? And so- yeah. Yeah, unless you have a plan to pay that back, um, and in addition, if you don't have gigs or during school, like you you do put yourself in a little of a financial position. Yeah. So I'm very happy I made the decision because I think I move forward like, um, well, it's more about like the version of me that I want to be, and I'm very happy with that decision. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I can see how I could have made different decisions financially. And now it's just a matter of accept, accepting it and making different plans to be able to do the thing I wanted to do in the first place, which is turn art into a career.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that because I think uh, a lot of people have those dilemmas, right? Do I, do I stay up and study a little bit more, but then I'm going to be tired the next day? Or do I stay and work on this project a little bit more, but spend less time with My son when i get home because he's gonna have to sleep and it's it's that give and take of 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 finances emotional strain um where you are i don't know what you call maybe spiritually or artistically what that feeling is or um and where it is physically and mentally and so yeah you you took the hit financially but it did push you and your your soul i guess or whatever you you call it all the way up to I love I love what um what'd you say the the version of me uh, who you wanted um, and that's oh my god that's beautiful I love that idea um, and so have you looked back at okay spoiler alert we're both Asian so is that a so my parents did not support me in the arts um, it was always and i've on the pod, I've said it a bunch of times, but be a nurse and be mm-hmm. an engineer yeah. uh, something with money and the marketing is another thing I hear with a lot of um my Asian fraternity brothers right is it's either engineering nursing, something in business uh-huh. uh, arts is never the thing, right and so when I did acting or even podcasting uh it's just they don't get it. Yeah. Um, how did your parents um, when you brought it up um how did they take yeah.
1: it? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, I would say that I think I disappointed my mom from the very beginning. Um, she, she was the same way. Um, my mom is very security-oriented, uh-huh. and she just wanted for me to be in a financially better position than she is now. Mm-hmm. So definitely, all those titles, like, why don't you do this? Um, but the good news is like early on, it was, okay, you just need to finish schooling. And when I told her I was going to major in journalism, she really didn't understand Uh (laughs) what it was. She was like, but why? But then I said, um, I kind of had to give her an example because she didn't really, you know, read newspapers. um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, like watch the news, like potentially those types of things. So she's like, oh, okay, you're going to. So she like slowly... Started to kind of see me in that position, but I don't think financially she knew that journalists also don't make a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, and then after she kind of, like, uh, was less fixated on me becoming something, like, I don't think she understood, like, when I finished school, I will have to tell you that when I finished journalism school and I graduated, I was super depressed. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, like, um... When I started my undergrad, I also wanted a double major in into film too. Oh my goodness! So I was like yeah. really undecided, but I'm very happy that I stuck with my degree because I. It was, I would say like I'm the type of person who wants to be almost everything, mm-hmm. um, and that gave me a good balance because I like stories. That's why what drew me to film in the first place. I think it's a beautiful way to share something or you have an idea to explore it Mm -hmm. um and I think with journalism it is storytelling and um depending on like which route you go in, you're almost like a vessel for a story and I Mm -hmm. really like that um in my life like I like the idea of advocating or uh, just being able to communicate an, an idea and to give it to people because it's like the story has the power to heal and I I think that's why I suck it out and um, like that's what drew me into journalism but I didn't stay in it for different reasons
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and so anyways I would say that my mom didn't understand why I didn't become a journalist because she said you invested all this time
0: mm-hmm.
1: what are you doing and when I was doing marketing and all that she, she she was just like what are you doing and then when I told her um, how come you? How come you haven't started your careers in her eyes? Like, right? She didn't understand it, and in addition, she, there was no money in the choices that I was making. Yeah. Anyways, um, I would say even before I started marketing, I was just wondering what am I going to do. And I think when I started marketing, I became very good at it with the skills I had, basically learned through schooling, because with marketing is it's another form of communication. Mm-hmm. You're, you're using all these skill sets to communicate with customers to communicate the brand and like I also kind of fell in love with it too because I like strategy and whatnot and now when so with all that over and I quit my job my mom's just like why would you do that and then I told her I had this idea of um making greeting cards I was Mm -hmm. like I wonder what." Um, what she's going to say because I had one time like bought her like a gigantic greeting card uh-huh. I was like hey mom to show explain the idea I was like I want to be able to make those and she's like are you going to be able to sell them and I'm like I don't know yeah um, I don't even till this day I don't think she understands it yet because I think she is um, glued to the fact that it's not something unless I make money with it yeah so uh, when I went to art school she's like well you need to get a real job, or you, you know mm-hmm. so it's not like she I've heard that <laughs> um it was it wasn't until my art show I would say like she came for a little bit, and I just saw her being like very happy mm-hmm. to see me, and I was like, she never like said she didn't it's they, weird. Never, say yeah, it. they never, say never said Asian people never said. Yeah, she doesn't really vocalize her feelings, but I could see her expression, so that made me happy that she has accepted it in some form or way. And so, yeah, that's where it is. It's like not black or white. It's just what it is.
0: Yeah. yeah. With, I remember when my mom started coming to my more serious place, and then afterwards we'd all meet up. And then, oh, yeah, it wouldn't be anything. It would just be, that was good, Michael. And it was like, <laughs> are you proud of me like I, can i have a yeah. hug and it's just but I, I yeah i could tell she oh okay this is what he's doing sure and um i thought when you were talking about the greeting card and you got it usually when i get big stuff for my mom um it's always how much did this cost you yes huh? how much was this oh and I my go, god mom just take the gift take the Damn gift!
1: I'm gonna cry because that was like a huge point of conflict in my life. Like she never wanted any money spent on her, mm-hmm. and one of my yeah. love languages is like acts of service or gifts. And it's mm-hmm. like, come on, yeah. just accept it. Yeah. Just please take it. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think my love language was uh, insults, being insulted and belittled. Oh, That mean, wasn't one of the parents? choices. Yeah, my parents. Yeah. All right, we're cutting this.
1: I, I feel yeah. This is so no, sad. I'm just <laughs>
0: This is why it shouldn't be recorded um, i can i can see that i'm now. just kidding <laughs> see perfect is one of your um marketing ideas for me uh to replace me with somebody else no like keanu reeves N- no oh
1: even though i heard that that you m- might take a photo
0: yeah and then just use it as me or yeah
1: okay first of all i don't know how many podcasts you listen to but you're the only filipino-american podcaster i know so i'm
0: i know two other ones i'm not gonna name them okay. just so just to keep me in your head as the only one <laughs> that's awesome that's fine um
1: no i think it's awesome and you shouldn't be afraid
0: cool <laughs> i'll try i'll try harder then to be more confident um okay with Ooh, this is where i wanted to go so when when you know something really well um mm-hmm. Because I'm the greatest actor in the world, I don't laugh at that. I uh, when I watch movies, yeah, I, I find myself always critiquing or oh. thinking more about stuff. So then when I ask someone about a movie, and they say, "Yeah, it was good," and then I go, "Yeah, but what did you think about it?" <laughs> and they go, ah, it was fun, it was cool," and I go, "So <laughs> and uh, so with marketing, I assume you know all the strategies and the tricks of. Of how things are um, when they're put out to the public. The, the only experience I have is Mad Men and I don't know where that is on you like mm. if you're like Mad Men was stupid. Um,
1: I haven't seen it
0: so much. Oh it's, it's all about just advertising and how to use certain colors and how to mm. use certain um, how to pose the people or what type of car and how to make a thing look more either masculine or feminine or whatever the, the yeah. point of it is. So do you see billboards or commercials or things go oh I get why they're why it's being used like that
1: yeah I would say that the more skills you know it's hard to look at things the same way right yeah yeah so definitely I when I look at something and now you add art on top of it you think I think about the strategy I think about the words right Mm -hmm. and in addition to what they're yeah, I'm questioning everything and like their choices. Yeah, so it is different.
0: Yeah, can you share some of the stuff so then I can be more aware and people could be more aware that when I see red, I'm not gonna go buy it every single time because I love it.
1: Okay, well, I'm so sorry. No, no. Um,
0: Puts you on the spot.
1: I think that it's just okay, what are some
0: ideas that?
1: Here's another. I would say before I answer that, the, the issue sometimes is companies and brands may not have the same education or training and they may just do anything. So oh. maybe when they use red or maybe when they use something and maybe there's no strategy behind that, they just did it. Yeah. So like I can't say, you Yeah. Know, um, give me, I don't know, like where, what are you interested in knowing?
0: <laughs> hmm. Just sort of how do you, how you applied it with the, the paid advertising and the, well, I guess the, to make it easier, so you have ideas say for um a really cool uh, Filipino guy um for his podcast just so then what are the strategies you're thinking of that could be implemented to tweak it mm. to make it uh, better yeah. uh, wider so wider not whiter,
1: whiter. Oh, <laughs> I would say that I think the stronger brands um potentially have been around longer and they've had the opportunity to learn who they want to communicate to or mm-hmm. to reach and so some like for instance if one of your goals is okay wider but for what reason and mm. um, for instance does it meet your goals right now so if I would say in the beginning stages let's say both of us like we're just starting something um, I think a, a wider reach is so that we can just exposure right people know what we're doing mm-hmm. so that's good but now if you throw in other goals like for instance what if your one of your goals is to have like what if you were in a subscription model where people paid for your podcast now you want listeners who will subscribe and maybe pay something right mm-hmm. once you have those goals it becomes a little bit different your strategy is going to change because you're going to think okay well why would someone pay for my podcast? Why would someone pay for this art piece? And so I would say, like, I don't know. I think about those things. Like, what is their strategy for what? What is their goal with what I'm being exposed to right now? Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that answers your question.
0: It, yeah, it did a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, With, I love the greeting card idea because I hate, there's a weight to it right and it, yeah. it's it's like reading a book versus reading it on um on a tablet or ipad um there's just a weight of giving someone something yeah. that that's just it's it, it's beautiful right to just hand someone something and i really appreciate appreciate that about serena is she always we have to make a thank you card mm-hmm. we have to send people cards and yeah. then i thought what? why why are we doing that <laughs> and then i saw just just feeling it and like and I receive them now um from mainly from her family and and a few friends but it's it's great and I and I love that I love that you you brought that up um when you're when you're painting what's what are some of the the thoughts or what's your process when you're when you're sitting there with your your canvas or your paper or whatever it may be what what goes through your head because what People always ask me, "Oh, do you write? Do you write questions beforehand? Do you mm-hmm. do you research?" I go, "I do no research. <laughs> I just talk with the person. Um, I the only thing I do is I, I try to find uh, six random questions that I ask at the end. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it's just going, being super anxious right before. Yeah. Um, but what? So what is your process like?" Yeah,
1: that's a great question, and I think it's gonna. Or, I will say that. Because I just like learn all these skills, I would say that um, my process in the beginning was getting over, like you said, anxiety, some mental blocks, like self-limiting beliefs, like can I even do this? Mm. Like, so like the process of just getting started was huge for me to overcome. Um, for instance, like just being in a classroom with other artists who have all different skill levels, mm-hmm. it's really easy to compare yourself to others. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, like, I can imagine for you, like, what if you listen to someone's performance before and you have to go right after them? What if yeah. they're amazing? <laughs> oh,
0: my God. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. And There's always, it's that constant comparison when when they're probably not even doing it. They're probably not even comparing it to me. I'm just, that's in my head. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, so that, I would say, is step one. Like, can you get over that and just start creating? So then when I do start creating in the beginning, it was... I needed to learn all these mediums and explore like what I liked about certain mediums. And then, um, it's interesting though, because I feel like as artists, we're always going to love creating, and there's, I would say, less strategy in that, because you're like in the moment, right? Mm. Or maybe you have a prompt or something, and yeah. it's like a little idea. But then it could like grow into something different, right? Yeah. So for me, I think I find that enjoyable, and I've been able to do that in terms, in, in terms of exploring. But for my art show, um, we had to think about like, uh, think of it as like a portfolio, as like a series. And when you when you're, I would say like a painter, or if you're working in series, or like if you had to write a series of plays, mm-hmm. that have to fit into a collection. You're creating. Yeah. I would say that creation process is a little bit different because you are thinking about ideas and how ideas can relate to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really depends. Uh, why am I am I creating? Am I creating because I need to let something out, or if I had like just this idea that I need to go like explore, yeah. or am I creating because I want to create a series, or I like this idea and I want to see like how I can take this idea further? Mm-hmm. So um, as you can see, I think a lot. So like. Yeah. It it was extremely hard for me to learn to go without a plan. Like, I explored both ways of creating. Okay, without a plan, let's just see what happens. And in the beginning, it was, like, kind of rough. Like, I would say, yeah, I wasn't really happy with the process because I was so stuck on it maybe looking a certain way or, like, me feeling a certain way. And... But now I'm... Now it's actually become fun, Having done it enough, now I care less about like how I'm doing it or like what mediums I'm using. Like if I'm doing it the right way, Mm -hmm. now it's like giving basically myself permission to see what happens. Yeah, and so it's always a balance. And I would say the times I do have a plan, um, I would say the idea, because you have kind of a power as an artist to basically pick an idea and go with it. I would say like that process is fun for me, and but the, I would say the other side of having an idea is what if it's not like what you intentionally planned mm. and being okay with that. Mm-hmm. So I'm always balancing from enjoying what happens and then does it fit into what I had envisioned. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Where does this thoughtfulness ability come from? Because I'm noticing that's a lot of the, the stories you're telling and your experiences is it's all these layers of thought and trying to, trying to analyze and pick apart. Does that come from your parents? Does that come from other things in your life? How did...
1: Yeah. Um, I realized that I think it's just natural. When I was growing up, I was very quiet. Mm-hmm. And so I thought about a lot. I also wrote a lot. I like had all these thoughts and ideas and... I don't know, I, th- I think I was kind of born this way. Yeah. And I think... Then we be- cue the
0: Lady Gaga song.
1: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it's perfect.
0: And then it. we have to pay $8 million for it.
1: <laughs> true. Yeah, licensing. that's true. Yeah, licensing. But you know what's crazy? Sorry, I will have to say that be- starting this career as an artist, being an artist, you have such an appreciation for every type of artist. Like, mm-hmm. even though we pay a licensing fee, that is supporting another's artist's dream. Right. So... Yeah. I know it's crazy because I bet, like, it's a lot. But at the same time, like, you know, it it is a way to support them. Right, right. Yeah. Um, sorry, the question was, oh, yeah, thoughtfulness.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I didn't speak a lot growing up, so I spoke a lot to myself internally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now it's just a part of me. And plus, I like to think. It's- and So, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, I love. Yeah. I would prefer... Having friends who, who kind of, I don't want to say overthink, because then that suggests that there's a limit to how much thinking. But just thinking a lot about things versus not thinking about, not, not even critiquing what might be um, an art, whether it's a movie or a painting or a, a play. Um, what else? Well, well, let's go. What have you checked off your bucket list so far? And then what's left? <laughs> Is anything illegal, <laughs>
1: and can
0: I help with the illegal ones?
1: <laughs> okay, okay. I haven't um, sorted it by that oh, yet. Oh, okay,
0: cool. Perfect.
1: Mm, okay.
0: What have you checked off so far?
1: Well, I now if know that's how to okay learn. To... I mean, I know how to draw and paint. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to create, which is like, i create in a different way. Mm-hmm. So that is checked off. Cool. Um. Working with, I would say, different companies, I realized that I like a lot of fr- freedom. And mm-hmm. the, w- the funny thing is not freedom to create is for one, but then also the ability to think like we were just talking about. I feel like sometimes if you work for an com- uh, organization or company that says they're open to ideas or maybe they want to progress or grow, but then in their actions, they kind of stifle that in a way mm-hmm. or they're not as open to it. It, I mean, it would It hurts. It hurted me. So like, um, I, oh, anyways. With that being said, like finding things that needed for me to flourish. Like I always wanted to be my own business owner, so I'm on that path. So I haven't checked that yet. Mm -hmm. So like Mm -hmm. I said, I want to make sure that I start my career as an artist and see where it grows. Yeah. And so other idea or other bucket list items is I want to write a book. I want to write a children's (sighs) book. I want to create a movie. Yeah. I have all these ideas, but I, I've i realized it takes time and dedication, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to accomplish that. And I would say before, I would even be scared to talk about, like, items on my bucket list because mm-hmm. I have, like, this fear of failure. Like, why would I even bring it up if I'm not going to even ever do it? Because that would be right. extremely disappointing and heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I have, like, these creative goals, and I want to see if I can do it. And... Uh, there is more, um, and this is not so much a bucket list, uh, but more of like a personal goal, which is like, I want to be as transparent as as possible. Now I'm not going to tell you everything about me, but I want right. to be authentic with myself mm-hmm. because the funny thing is like, uh, with the journalist background or even a marketing background, you're, like I said, you're kind of a vessel for either the story um or the brand right and you're not able to be yourself Mm -hmm. I think that really hurted my voice and my creativity because I was more focused on letting that happen letting that be and so it's like me making up for that being able to express what I want instead of like what people need to hear or you know so it's and I guess another thing I believe in is balance and so now it's just me living that chapter Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
0: with we met in college town right yeah is that okay that's (laughs) I'm like when did we hmm when did this happen um why did you do college town
1: college town yeah yeah um, I don't know if you know about this, but have you heard of Unitown? I think so. Okay. So, Uni- Maybe. College town is basically another, um, the college level or program of Unitown or Anytown. So, yeah. I've heard of Anytown. Yeah. Yeah. Anytown. Uh, Unitown is like a mini town for high schoolers. Hmm. And so I actually got introduced to that program while I was in high school and um, I think I was a sophomore in high school. And ever since I went, I was exposed to the Anytown program, I wanted to be a part of it. So I, I would volunteer. I even started, like um, I was like blessed to have a club advisor who mm-hmm. was also very for the program and its uh, purpose. And we started like the Unity Club together, so at my high school. And then when I went to college, I was like, I wonder if they have anything like that at ASU. Mm-hmm. And so that's how um, I got involved. But for College Town, um, the role at that time was you had to attend as a delegate at least once. Yeah. So I did attend, um, I think it was my sophomore year of college, and then after that, I stayed involved and volunteered. So that's yeah. how we met.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is how we met. Uh, I just want to bring that up because that was that was a big moment for me personally on the Corny Time like journey of my life, yeah. and uh, just trying to figure out who I was, and being around... Um, you and all the other people and and frankie and matt and uh darius and greg and so that was that was such a huge thing for me and i still well it's less than before but i still talk to a few i'm still in contact with a few people from that weekend right it was like three two or three days i think Mm -hmm. um and it was just a beautiful experience and and i i see the 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 thing that's sticking in my head is the, the version you want to be, mm-hmm. or you know what I mean that you said earlier, and
1: yeah.
0: it sucks knowing there's some people who who don't get to do that, or they're they're discouraged to, or yeah. they feel held back by something, and it it's a hard thing to do to make that jump into whether it's art or or whatever the situation is. Um, so I'm just I'm just blown away with with all the stuff you're doing and so I was I, that's why I was really excited and then I was I think we had the break-in right and that's why yeah. we had to reschedule and so I was I was fucking pissed sorry no. I was fucking pissed when that happened and then I go well who's on oh it's to no and so I, I'm i super happy we got to reschedule so like quickly mm-hmm. like, shortly after Um, but what is what kind of went through your head as the exhibit was going on um did anything change mentally? Because um, I know there was definitely a difference when I I wanted to do plays and mm-hmm. then you go through your first play right, and you do it. And then I had ideas for the podcast and then when I had my first uh, non-friend on the podcast and then it had to be like a, my serious uh, my put my serious pants on uh, and then I went through it was there stuff that changed in your head or just can you walk through maybe thoughts that went through your head yeah. during and then even after it happened
1: yeah so I would say leading up to the art show um, even before that I actually wanted to I had thoughts about like dropping out of the program it's what? It was, if you think about it, like, it's almost uh, the way the program is designed. It's like going to a four-year art school, but packed into a one-year intensive.
0: Okay, so. yeah, that does sound, <laughs> that sounds pretty scary. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then, like, with the, like, financial reminder in the background, that was also very hard. hmm um, But anyways, when you're forced to create, like, and you're also, at the same time, facing those, all these fears and doubts about, okay, is this gonna work? Or like, am I making the right decisions? In addition, Mm -hmm. am I good enough? Like, I will tell you, remember how in the beginning of the interview, you said, okay, where did this happen? It seemed like you just, like, appeared,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: like, differently? Well, it's because, like, I was away. First of all, I wasn't even on social media.
0: Okay, that's what I (laughs) thought. Okay, cool. So that's not me being, like, a dick friend. Like, you just... Okay, so you... Okay.
1: Um,
0: I'm a good friend. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, like, anyways, so much happened and I within that year of doing something differently I had to face like all the things I was afraid of. And um when like I didn't get any sleep link up to the art show because I was just so afraid of I had all these doubts like, okay, am I gonna make this like or am I gonna make it as an artist for one? And is anyone gonna like my art? And I really thought I wasn't good enough like in my class, I was, like, one of the newbies, like, who didn't really know anything. Yeah. And so, like, I was always comparing. And so I, I never felt like my art was good enough. And so the art show, I would say, that, like, I suck it out and I made it there. I had very little sleep because I was working to the very morning, like, to the very day. Like, oh, my goodness. The mor- Yeah, the morning of the art show, you had to drop off your art. I'm like, some of the art pieces, I can't believe you even made it to the art show. What? Yeah, and I don't know if you read about my stories um, about the pieces that sold. Like, they weren't going to even be in the art show because they were sitting in a pile in my room because I, like, literally said I deemed it, like, not good enough. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no way am I going to show this to anyone. Yeah. But I just I forced myself because I knew I was like it's now or never. Like what if I never have an art show to, in the future, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so being there was kind of like a surreal experience, I would say, because I'm introverted and as an introvert, I feel like in the moment I am there, but at the same time not. Yeah. And I would say like after the mo- after the experience, I'm able to process it and relive it and be more like understand like what actually happened um but I would say it was a beautiful experience because I was able to for one like kind of force myself to show my art some yeah. of the pieces that I was hiding um and then two to just like hear like did people actually like my art yeah and then some people would say like point out certain paintings that they liked I'm like oh really like and I was able to even walk around and talk about some of the pieces so I would say like If you have a lot of fear as an artist, if you find opportunities or events to show your work, even though you're really, really scared, do it because you kind of need to Mm -hmm. and to get used to it, I would say. Um, And I don't know, it was like a crazy experience, but at the same time that needed to happen or else I may be afraid to ever like show my art
0: right to the public (laughs) because then it's always a question of well when am i ever ready it'll just always be excuses piling up on piling up um so the the program is over then Mm -hmm. right so then what is the next step what is what do you do now that you're you're fresh out um of the program
1: yeah so my next steps is carry out my vision and Mm so Um, At the end of the program, we do talk about marketing and business and basically having a business plan for if you do want to pursue art as a professional, right? Mm -hmm. So I haven't actually created a business plan, but I do have ideas. And so in my eyes, I'm just at the very beginning. And um, so my goal is like I would say this year is to finish the art pieces I've already started. Mm -hmm. Um, And then once I do that, it's almost like... Uh, finishing up a chapter because i had these ideas and i want to finish them and once i'm done i can think about okay what's next right and a small goals would be i would love to i it's another way to like um challenge myself like maybe talk to like a coffee shop or have like Mm -hmm. a small like little show or just like to see my art out there that way i can start to tell myself okay envision it like let someone else experience it and have it versus, like, being afraid and holding on to it and never sharing it, right? Right, yeah. So I'm going to be balancing that. And I um, remember I told you, like, my bucket list items, like, that's always in my mind. Um, and, like, the idea that started me on this path, like greeting cards, I do eventually want to start thinking about that design-wise. Mm-hmm. F- financially, I want to, like, secure a creative um, role. Mm-hmm. Now that I've had a break from, essentially, like, Strictly maybe specialized marketing where now I know that I have, I'm more confident in my uh, creative skills as well, right? Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is I did get a gig um, during school. I was a creative brand manager where, oh. yeah, I was able to do more graphic design. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, I'm I, my goal is to do more of what I love, right? So if I can find a position where I do maybe 50 percent more of what I'm happy with I mm-hmm. would be happy with that so I'm very like flexible um, it's going to be hard though because you're balancing okay or for me like in my mind I'm starting my art business like if I don't dedicate any time to it it's not going to grow Right. so I'm you know that's that's going to be my challenge Or so I don't have clear next moves, but I have yeah, like, yeah. ideas or rough plans that's, that's awesome, awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, so now it's time for the six random <laughs> random questions Okay um, Let's see here Okay, what songs have you completely memorized?
1: Memorized?
0: Yeah Okay Or do you, yeah Okay Yeah, yeah
1: um, A Whole New World But the thing is oh. like, yeah, Disney Aladdin the, Yeah,
0: yeah w- We all know it, do you? And you didn't yeah. have to put me on blast like that
1: <laughs> oh, Jeez sorry.
0: It's Aladdin, Michael
1: when you say completely memorized, I sometimes lyrics I can, I think that I if up like I I can't say a hundred percent I have the lyrics all down, mm-hmm. but I know like little sounds here and there. Or, I mean, like within the melody.
0: Okay. Like,
1: um, I'm mean, I like John Mayer, so most of his songs. I don't know. I'm I'm more melodic. So like, if you hum something, I could probably figure.
0: Yeah yeah, yeah 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 what did you see the new aladdin yeah now what did you think
1: No. oh no <laughs>
0: disney's watching right now um
1: no i liked it but i was because aladdin was one of my favorite disney movies uh-huh. i feel like when you're a super fan of the original or for, sorry i need to speak for myself i was like more critical when i watched it
0: yeah so, i think that was a lot of people who, okay. yeah yeah um. But it's so, it's, and so I, when I talk to people, I, I got, I say, uh, you got to think about, you have this whole thing, your childhood attached to it. You have all these yeah life um. attached to it. And so of course, anyone who brings like, Hey, this is a new version. Um, psychologically you're instant. You're just going to be okay. Let's see what it is. Yeah. Just doubtful right away. Um, and so I, I tried to see it from the perspective of um so say my son seeing mm. it uh how would he take it mm-hmm. um but yeah the, the, those ones are always tricky the the live remakes and yeah. they're always they're always um stomped on and uh but i wonder how much of it is the the comparing the two versus just taking this one as it's as it on its own
1: yeah no, totally that's like really good that you went with that mindset cuz you can enjoy the experience for what it is yeah Because i think I mean even as artists Like we can really love an idea Or maybe like even a song And like covers Like I like covers too like, Yeah 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 So yeah I, I feel what you're saying Yeah Cause
0: yeah. I'm smart No um <laughs> No I'm not I'm not smart Um What would be your spirit animal?
1: Oh My spirit animal? Yeah Something fluffy and cute <laughs> Um I don't know
0: Like a Komodo dragon No okay. <laughs> like a crocodile No that's not fluffy Hmm
1: I love cats, but I haven't thought about it. No. They no. have to be, like, adorable.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could see that. Mine would be uh, Psyduck. Like, I don't know if you know what Psyduck is, but just he's a bumbling idiot of a duck in Pokemon. <laughs> and so I just feel like a very clumsy, goofy animal.
1: Yeah.
0: Begging do, for crackers in the I park. I do
1: like Toothless, the dragon. <gasps> I love Toothless.
0: Uh, I love, I mean, I love those movies anyway. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. This is a good choice. That is the correct (laughs) answer. I'll put you did that correctly. How do you hope you'll change as a person in the future? Um, That's so tricky because you've changed. I I feel like you've went on this personal journey.
1: Yeah. I want to be more confident. Mm -hmm. So I think how that would appear is like less second guessing or less anxiety about certain things. I just want to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. And um, I also... I would say I want to be successful Mm. like I've had all these fears about not being successful and I don't want like the what's that like stereotypical successful like I want to be able to live comfortably be confident in my business and also inspire others Mm -hmm. to to go after their dreams so I want to be like you know I want to make sure that I am living in the best way possible
0: yeah Yeah. Uh, Would you rather know the history of every object you touched or be able to talk to animals?
1: Talk to animals! I think, yeah, I feel like that's such
0: a... I feel like that's an easy one. Uh, Because I would want to talk to animals, too. Um, Yeah, who would be... Well, go ahead.
1: Oh, I was going to say, with the other option, like, that is scary, I would say.
0: Yeah, like, if I touch this chair. How many people touch this chair? Like, it... Yeah, I don't think I want to know, the.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh Did Serena tell you the whoever broke into our house left their pants under Oliver's crib? Excuse me? It was disgusting. And so she, you know, said, what if he did dirty things? And she said, how do we find out? And I go, I don't want to know. Let's just scrub the house down. Yeah. Like, I don't want to know specifics of... Like, if we get a black light, like, I don't wanna know. Let's just scrub everything.
1: Don't ever do the black light, it will ruin your life.
0: I bet. Um, and so, we just, yeah, we just cleaned uh, the crap out of that. But, I, like, having been broken into, like, yeah, yeah. the house broken into, like, that feels like a violation. But knowing he wasn't wearing pants I say he, I don't know who it is But that they were not wearing pants uh, Is stranger And it kind of troubles me more Than them just being in there and taking stuff Yeah Uh, Yep. That's it (laughs) Um, In the past uh, People were Oh okay, I get why this sentence Mm -hmm. So you were buried with stuff With the idea that you were going to Use it in the afterlife what would you want buried with you?
1: Oh, if I could use it in the afterlife?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, huh, that's an interesting... Okay, let's see. Um, I feel like some, some sort of instrument. hmm Um... Can you play instruments? I know... I used to play the violin. Okay. And I want to learn the piano, mm-hmm. and I've started learning like a little drums and guitar. Oh, cool. Yeah, so some form of instrument, um... Oh, okay, now that I know. Okay, if I had to pick one instrument, maybe, like, a little drum, just, like, to beat it out or something. A journal, so I can write. Yeah. So maybe with a pen. That would be really nice if I had, like, a little little portable paint palette, so I can, because I love colors. Um, And I I think I would want some form of documentation. Like, I told you, like, photography and video. Mm That would be nice to use in Afterlife.
0: Yeah, it would be. You'd have the proof, but then you don't have a way to push it back. What do you think happens? Um, oh, what just happened? <laughs> Whoa! We don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. I just always I love hearing what people uh, their idea of yeah. is.
1: Well, part of me, growing up, my mom used to tell me about like past lives or after your dad, you die you can get reborn or
0: mm-hmm.
1: like it's kind of mean but like if I ever did anything that she didn't approve of because I was also very messy or I never cleaned my room out mm-hmm. of rebellion and she would say like you were like a pig or something in your past life like something like you know kind of Whoa, an animal, yeah. yeah or and also I think I grew up with the idea of karma like if you're maybe you don't do very to humanity like you can come, be reborn as something not right, so yeah. pretty so I am open to those ideas because I, I always heard it
0: mm-hmm.
1: um I would say now like li- being a living person I've had some weird experiences where I feel that when you when someone crosses or whatever that they're still a part of us mm-hmm. um Not just like internally, but like sometimes you have experiences or or signs or emotions that you can't explain. Mm. So I think somehow we're still connected, even if we like are no longer here as a human. Yeah. I'm still exploring. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, And then last one. Uh, When you're older, what do you Mm. think children will ask you to tell stories about?
1: Mm. I don't know. When I'm older, like, any j- kids.
0: Yeah, kids. Because, um, I mean, I'm with kids all the time, so yeah. I guess this is why. Um, but they'll ask me, or when I'm explaining things, uh, it's funny, when you brought up newspapers, I thought of this, where they go, what's a newspaper? Oh, oh my gosh, what do you mean, what's a newspaper? Um, or when we have a computer lab at school, and we have the mouse, right? Oh, we have yeah. those kind of computers. They walk up to the screen and start tapping it. And I go, "No, no, it's not a touch screen. You have to use this." And they're just so confused.
1: Gotcha. So,
0: what do you feel like? Um, maybe, maybe we'll twist it. What could? What do you feel like you can explain really well of stuff from today? So, let's do twenty years from now, Du in, and a mm. little kid comes up to you.
1: Hmm. I, well, I think that I would. Be more comfortable, explaining to them... Like, this is how I envision, like, my relationship with kids. Like, I want to be able to help them overcome certain um, insecurities or fears. Mm -hmm. So, like, for instance, if they... Or maybe they come and talk to me about bullying or something. I want to be able to relate to them Mm -hmm. and show them that there's a different... There's a different way and it's not them personally. I, I want to, like... Like, this, like, the podcast name, right? The Human Experience. I want to be able to, I don't know, kind of, like, pass on wisdom or uplift them in some way. Yeah. But I would also be happy explaining, like, I can imagine, like, old shows or types of yeah. music genres. Yeah. That they're, Or even, like, food. You know how, like, some things, like, pop back up or certain recipes or candy bars. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I don't know.
0: I like that. No. Um again, thank you for, for being I love how again how th- thoughtful. I wish I could think of Anita <laughs> Dinosaurus uh for more words, but how thoughtful you are. And then also, I mean it's it's exuded in that last answer of just how sweet you are and how kind you are as a person. And it's always something about giving back. And then and I'm I'm happy to be finding that with the the artists I've had on, it's they wanna give back. And then so that that makes me feel good. Cause it the the stereotype with artists is it's me, 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 money, mm-hmm. famous. Yeah. And then so it's it's been really great to be able to talk to you and other people. As much as you love your art, there's a there's a push of uh I want this to affect someone positively and I wanna help somebody else also. Um and it's not just about I mean, in a sense, it is about you, but it's you're also bringing other people with you. Um, and so I love that. So thank you for being on. Where can people find you on whatever social media you want to share or your, yeah. your website for your art? Yeah. If you want to share that.
1: Okay. So um, they can find me on my website. I took some of my art there off, but I will be putting it back on. My hope is by the end of this year because I want to finish some paintings. Mm-hmm. So my website is my name www dot d u y e n p t r a n and hopefully michael will caption this nope so you nope have you this. have to do this right now
0: there's no way i know i will i'm just kidding okay. I, i'll write it out write it i'll type it out
1: <laughs> and then i have instagram i have youtube i'm basically yeah. on, on all the platforms but i'm most active
0: you're on youtube <laughs> oh i'm gonna find it now uh yeah okay um
1: i will say that yeah like i think uh, artists will probably are the most likely to follow but like what you said i don't want to box myself as an artist i feel like i'm more passionate about um helping Mm -hmm. so through my art i want to uplift people Mm -hmm. and um, connect with people yeah so if you want to see my journey because i'm I also deal with like depression and anxiety and all that like if if anyone's struggling with that i think that that also pushes me to put myself out there because i i know that that can become really um burning and -hmm. hard to live with yeah so yeah find me like on my website instagram and now michael knows i have youtube (laughs) cool
0: thanks (laughs) now i'm gonna we're all gonna find it this is the number one podcast in bulgaria we're all gonna I don't know if it's <laughs> Bulgaria I don't okay. know it's just I always pick a rant um, thank you so much again thank you thanks Michael see you didn't die I didn't no what
1: <laughs> it wasn't until my art show I would say like she came for a little bit and I just saw her being like very happy mm-hmm. to see me and I was like she never like said she didn't they never said. Yeah, they never said. Asian say people anything. never said. <laughs> yeah, she she doesn't really vocalize her feelings, but I could see her expression, so that made me happy that she has accepted it in some form or way.